talk about sports today. Um, I think we've got a few <laughs> topics. Uh, I myself am going to be running about, so I hope everybody's ears are open. Uh, i got Darius beside me and Dave, who hates baseball. Hello. Darius, hello. <laughs> Dave, who hates baseball. He's, he's not going to say anything. I know he isn't. Anti, no, I've nothing to say to that. Anti-baseball, David. So I think we're back, and we got baseball going on. Not in this town, because we don't have any professional sports teams. Uh, we're in the great city of Austin, Texas. South by Southwest is going on right now. So we got uh, a lot of dr- drunks in town. That's what it draws. <laughs> drunks and nerds come from all over the world to do their drunky, nerdy things. Um, and the Rangers, which I'm a Rangers fan. Darius here is a Rangers fan. What? Not a Rangers fan. Not a Rangers, not a Rangers fan. fan. Are you a fan of any baseball team? No. You're just not a fan of the sport. Not a fan of the sport. Okay. I would root for the Rangers. That's it. I root for the Rangers to the make the World Series. Baseball somehow, I root for you guys. It's, <laughs> what do you call that type of person? There's a, is there a name, there's a name for I kind of like that for basketball. There's a name for that. Wait, well, there's a name not, for that in, in, in other facets of life. Like, is there a name for that in like you know religious people who are like if you hold them down and say, "Well, you think you're going to go to heaven?" You know, it's like, well, "Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going." Is there a name for those type of people? Pascal's wager. Like. Is that what? I mean, it seems. I just have never heard it, and it seems like that's that sort of uh, ideology also, or philosophy is is pervasive in politics as well. But I just can't figure out if there's a name for. it. I'm sure there's some nasty little name for it that's really snarky. I don't know. I don't know why it, be, but, it would be snarky. I'm supporting you guys. Yeah, He's I, fans I, of us in the same way that I support who are fans Michigan. of Rangers fans. I don't care about Michigan basketball. You do support I the keep 49ers. up with Michigan basketball. And 49ers you do support for the you 49ers. guys. I do I don't, care. I don't care about those yeah. teams. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. That is nice. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm snarky by default. You'll find that out. So, we want to talk about baseball. What do you think is going on? What is, what's, the Rangers won 8-2 to today, to preface this whole... Yeah, they got the Reds, but, you know... They got the Reds, I liked it because they got Shinsu Chu, though, who was the Reds' leadoff hitter before, and now they got to play against Shinsu Chu, and then he did nothing. But <laughs> but Jerks and Profar, that's a big talking point to me. I agree too. Jerks and Profar is the fucking business. I want to hang my hat on this right now. On the record, right here, he's gonna have a huge season. Like I, I think he's pro ready. He has a huge season every year, and even if it's a quiet huge season, I think it's a, always a huge season. Well, look, I got some uh, stats here. Right now in spring training, he's sitting a three ten batting average, which you know is pretty great. But he's already got two home runs. He's number two in the Cactus League, and I don't even. We know. hit one today too. Okay. Two run, a two run shot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that adds to it, but Jerson, he's always impressed me. I, I'm into, and I think baseball is another one of the sports. Uh, I guess you could say this in all, really not in all. I mean, consistency is really the name of the game, even though the better, the best hitters through hit the ball, twenty five to twenty eight percent of the time, um, and the bet the greatest hit 35 percent of the time. Thirty five percent of the time. Yeah. But it's all about consistency, and that kid seems to be all over the field. He seems to really fill up the stat He's sheet. consistent and quiet, and is what blows my mind is they're putting him at the nine slot, which is great. Like well, we're going to have all the tested guys up at the top, and when they're not when they're not doing good, we got Leonis Martin to profile, and. You know, I mean, I, I just really can't... Like, okay, so this is my thing with the Rangers. You can talk about the starting lineup all you want, and mm-hmm. they're fucking incredible right now. As far as, like, batters, up and down, World Series. The problem is is, is the pitching. Like, and, and, and you're, you're, 
You're I singing mean, a song that is old as time. Yeah, it, it's Rangers. not. I know, I know. It's Do not, they still have Rick Kelling on the team? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> could he fortify the pitching? Deep at all? cuts. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I mean, look straight up. Like I mean, okay, I've got a couple of problems, right? So we kicked out Nolan Ryan, which is fucking horseshit. Like if, if I can say it any other better way, I couldn't. Um, like they said, we're going to go get some hitters because that's the problem with the team. That's all they said. We're going to get some hitters. And they picked up Shin Su Chu, one of the greatest batters for the past six years. He's incredible. Um, they got rid of Ian Kinsler. You know, for Shin Su Chu, that's a pretty good trade. I mean, it's, it's actually a better trade, technically. But mm-hmm. anyways, we've already got Jerks and Profire on second base. Everything's fine. Um, we got Prince Fielder. If you need someone to swat a home run and, you know, pull the Josh Hamilton role that we're, we're sorely missing, that's fine. But we still got Matt Harrison. He's injured as shit. He's not going to come back until the uh, hopefully the first series, which is I don't know. He said this last year. What is his? What What is the injury? I, I he's had multiple back surgeries in 2013, and he comes out and he throws, and his back gets tweaked, and then he has to go back again and do this therapy. That sounds like to me not anybody that you could ever put any kind of money or stock into no 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 and he's supposed to be in our top five rotation and this is my point we had you know there weren't there like can't be no exactly and and Derek holland of course is a workhorse he's not like the greatest pitcher in the world or anything but you can count on a three five era out of him he does and he's all and he's a hard lefty no big deal but uh his dog tripped him up on the stairs and he broke his fucking knee so that he's not coming back to the like, half of the season it sounds like a bunch of, of uh Bullshit oh, it's drunken, it's drunken nonsense. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, there's no way around it. But even best, uh, did you hear about his dog? No. His dog was named Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Everybody's calling it the Cubs curse because he always does the Harry Carey impressions for the Rangers dugout. So, anyways, he Cubs curse. Colby Lewis is another starter that we're supposed to look at right now. He has a experimental hip surgery where they had to like he had like bone spurs in in his hips and they had to grind them off and no pitcher in history has ever pitched after having a surgery like this this is a surgery that happens to people that are in their 60s and 70s like the hip surgery that everybody was talking about yes 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 yeah yeah and he has grandma falls out of bed right broke a hip yeah Yeah. this is what happens they grind some bone spurs off now colby lewis is going to be a major league starter getting grandma surgery (laughs) and then the rangers pitcher yeah exactly 100 and the rangers the rangers history is filled with with dirty little metaphors like the one David just uh, explained, we're all—it's always these ugly little metaphors that yep. it's like you don't even have to take that. That's what makes me so angry at the end of the day, and like it, not angry, it frustrates me at the end of the day because I wish I had something to where yeah. when people say those things, you know, yeah. about the Rangers, I had something to like say. Well, no, then there's this, and I could circle it, right? But there is nothing. But there isn't. There and, is, nothing. and you have to be. And that's what's so that. frustrating about, even more frustrating, I think, than a lot of people could imagine, like. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not in the in the in the uh, the Narrow shoes fans, the shoes of a you know. of a of a Cubs or a Red Sox fan. No, have gone. but 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 that being said, most of those people, I mean, you don't really you, you haven't lived 85 years, and even if you did, you know, your first six years, you didn't know what right. the Red Sox or their history were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that, I guess that's either here or there. But I think it's more of a religion. In, in those, it is, those but teams. it's like these guys are like such a joke. Uh, um. 
in, in many people's eyes, not in my eyes, of course, and anybody who really knows knows it's tough to even get to two World Series in a row and lose them. Yeah. Um, ask the Buffalo Bills how hard it is to win that much. Um, even you want to call them a joke or whatever. And then just go to the Super Bowl and just Even going to the Super Bowl it. that much. But that's all people see when they look at it, and that's all history will tell. Yeah, I would say the history with the Rangers. We were one, we were one strike out away. We were one strike twice, away twice, twice in the same game, and no one yeah. will remember that. It'll never. It'll always be come down to the Rangers are cursed. And um, I mean, you you look at how many players, and not now. That's not where good players come to die. But you look at at, at in the, the the depths of those dark years, in yeah. the, uh, the dregs, if you will, like. People came there to die. I mean, yeah, like that's, a picture. That's, yes. A picture could be you know to start or to die. That's it. You, you are born or you die, and the Rangers. But you don't do anything. They can have. They can you have, don't live. They have five Cy Youngs, and I'm, I know I'm, I'm being silly here. This is they could have two Cy Youngs in a row, and a Cy Young after, and the year they're with the Rangers, you know, win two games. Yep. Yep. It's just it, it, they it, come it, there, it, they die, or they. I mean, the only thing I would say that's kind of nice is that a bunch of PD people left. Texas, <laughs> so I mean, of course, A Rod is like the big guy. They left Everybody Texas says. to go get busted for PEDs in, elsewhere in New York. So that well. Juan <laughs> yeah. Gonzalez, Juan Gonzalez, yeah. Pledge never did PEDs, right? Uh, clean not forever. Yet we clean haven't forever. found out. Pledge I always be clean. You know, I I don't even want to say he's this the only good baseball this is, player. This is reserved purely for hater talk. But um, I've had a lot of people come to me about Nolan Ryan. I mean, he PEDs? was PEDs. Well, he they were, weren't called PEDs then. He was just doing drugs. That's right. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he doesn't have they, the. They weren't he tested. Fast, he doesn't have the look at all. Of he doesn't thing. have the look, which is my defense. Is that he doesn't have the it's look? A, there's a very like. On the other hand, he threw a no hitter when he was like 62 years 44. old. Yeah, 44 years old. And he threw a no hitter, and and uh, he only had one pitch. Yeah, he had a fastball that goes either you know like it, it goes a tick under a hundred degree, hundred yeah, miles per I mean, hour. You can't like, throw that for like, twenty five years without your arm snapping in half. Yeah, I it's don't not know how people work. I don't know, and you know the thing the thing that kind of convinces me maybe this is a bunch of media talk was that when he came to the Rangers, he instituted a new program. He brought in the Maddoxes, and he said instead of encouraging guys to do their workouts in short bursts and then stop. Instead, is what we're going to do is we're going to wear your ass out all the time. We're going to run you and run you and run you and run you. And we're going to do it in different little ways. So instead of just putting you up there for a simulated game, we're going to go do, after you're done with your simulated game, you're going to get on the bike. And then if you get off the bike, you're going to go out in the field and you're going to do a long toss. And then you're just going to do long toss for an hour. And uh, they were trying to just keep these guys up longevity uh, in other ways instead of just, um, just pitching. You know, like he was thinking like what his secret sauce was, was that he was never just a pitcher. He was an athlete and then he was a pitcher. Right. And that was what he did. Like after his seventh no-no is what happened is he got, he said, thanks. Yeah. Okay. And he said hello to the cameras and goodbye. He walked into the Rangers clubhouse. He got on the bike and he did his miles. And, you know, so his, his whole idea was like, well, you know, rub some dirt on it. You know, like that's his whole thing. Um, which, you know, there's something to be said about that. It's I don't really have the stats in front of me, but there are a lot more injuries now than there ever have in base ever have been in baseball in the last twenty years. There it but but everybody's taking care to put their pitchers under lower innings, lower pitch counts, and everything is a pitch count. It's not an inning anymore. It's a pitch count. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're really watching these guys. If their back feels stiff, 
they scratch him a start in the middle of the season. You know, the end of the season, it doesn't matter. We'll blow you out. But um, they are really watching these guys. But the injuries have increased significantly. And there's really, I haven't seen any, you know, evidence yet about what the correlation between that is. But anyways, yeah, so the Rangers, they, um, what we've got left in that, that bull, uh, not the bullpen, we've got an amazing bullpen. What we have left with starters, we've got Darvish, of course, who is just fucking incredible. And I mean, who, he did some good stuff today. Yeah, he did. He, he's letting a couple of them go in spring training, you know, but, you know, that's just going to happen. And then we've got Martin Perez. Now, this kid, I don't know if you guys, if you watched him last season. Mm-hmm. So he, he started in the, the half of last season, and he was lights out most of the time. I think he kept, like, a two-and-a-half ERA, something like that. It's really low. And um, I like him, and I think he's great, but the problem that I have with him, again, is that he is young. The dude's, like, 23 or something like that. Like, he's way too young. So I can't rely on him, you know. So we've got like just this broke pitching team, but now we have like amazing at bats. So unless everybody just lights up and just goes crazy and experimental surgery guy and Derek Holland comes back fine from breaking his knee, you know, you know, for a pitcher that's pretty important, and then Harrison's, you know, ghost back problems disappear, then we're left with basically. Joe Saunders, who we picked up from Seattle, who had a 5-2-6 ERA last season in 32 starts, which I like his start count, but he was also in a non-batter-friendly park. So <laughs> it being 5-2-6 ERA, he's not so hot right there. Nick Tepish, he did some stuff for us last season. He had uh, like a 4-8 ERA. Um, let's see, he had 4-6 and six for starts. He basically held the line for the fifth starter. He was fine. Robbie Ross, like, eh, a lot of Texas people really want Robbie Ross to, like, show up. But Robbie Ross, you if you look at his stats, over the past two years that he showed up, he's he's had less than 40 innings in total games. And while he did hold a 1-5 ERA and a 2-3-3 ERA, as a guy who watched, like, almost every single Rangers game last year, he the, the thing that drove his numbers up were clutch situations. And if you want to get him out there and expect him to be a starter in that kind of with that kind of pressure, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. And the final guy is Tommy Hansen, um, which he had a 3-5 ERA about with Atlanta for four years. He goes to the Angels, and then he racks up a 5-4-2. And he's terrible. Uh, and, and considering how terrible the Angels were last year, which was hilarious in so many ways for me, but the fact that you can't get a start on the Angels... You know, that's really concerning. So they signed him on a spring training contract, and they said if he can make it, then you can come on the Rangers as a starter, and yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. It's just not looking good. The one thing I will say, though, is that these, if for these three, four, and five starters, we've got Neftali Feliz, we've got Neil Kotz, we've got Wilmer Font, we've got Ogando, Joaquin Soria, we picked him, picked him up from the Royals. Shepherds. And we got Tanner Shepherds. So all of these guys in relief are just in fucking same. Like they're so good, but how many innings are they going to pick up until they're not so good? You know, these guys are great for a third of an inning or a full inning sometimes when we need them to or whatever. But I don't know, Rangers. Rangers, great team. Robbie Ross has an attractive wife. That's what I, that's what I learned from googling Robbie you... Ross. <laughs> Who is his wife? His 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 wife is someone named. Something else, Ross. I think that was his. Um, I think that was his high school sweetheart. 
I think I really? I think I read this. Yeah, really? I'm pretty sure. My Unless heart, he. My well, heart just okay, melted. wait. In 2012, I think he was with his his really? high school sweetheart. My heart Maybe just not melted. now. I mean, I don't. Well, mean here's any, an article about them talking about against. how much they love being Christian. Ross, wait, yeah, Rossi, they're really into Christianity. Ro- Robbie Ross's second, the second thing that comes up in a Google search is Robbie Ross's wife. Yeah, Robbie Robbie Ross is better known for having an attractive wife. Yeah, Robbie Ross is not a looker. No, I don't know no, if you guys have his, seen him. His wife is a looker. He kind of looks like the cartoon, a cartoon Bieber. Not Bieber. I'm I'm looking at a picture Bieber. of him and his wife. His wife is more attractive than him. Yeah, he's, he's lucky. He's good at before. Before, is that we, his high school before we leave, that, that's what I need to know, though. I don't it's, know. <laughs> hey, let me get a look. At, whoa, wait, 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 Ruby Ross. Let me get a look at this. This 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 beautiful young lady. <laughs> Everybody just sit silent. Everyone look at the attractive young woman. Maybe crack your second beers. <laughs> what are you guys drinking tonight, by the way? I am drinking the National Beer of Texas. Oh, she's like also a... the official um, sponsor of True Detective. Lone really? Star Beer. It yeah, is. That's also awesome. definitely yeah. they, they drink yeah. it a lot, they, and they put it right in front of the camera. They do it every time. time. It's fucking hilarious. They like, do it every time. It's like, like Apple with Parks and Rec it, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's shameless. Yeah, no, it's shameless. <laughs> the first five episodes is what's his name sitting. Uh, Matthew McConaughey sitting on a table with the camera right where Brian is. And him setting the the logo perfectly in front of there, and I'm That's just perfect, like, yeah. like they were like hard up for some advertising. They had to go to Lone Star Beer. <laughs> well, if you got a show starring Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, who's your target audience? Well, the other one they do drink a lot. Jameson. Oh right, they so had Jameson. Also, yeah. So their target audience, yeah. maybe frat boys. Yeah. People who love Texas. Yeah. Like drinking? Like yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that show anymore. So, Robbie Ross's wife, she looks like a pageant queen. She's, I see her with a little tiara here. She's definitely attractive. The <laughs> bit um, high school sweetheart. I, it, I, I couldn't know. find I, a story to confirm that. Okay, maybe I had the stories confused. I saw a story of them on Outsports. They support LGBT rights. That was really important. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, I always worry because, like, I always go to the second that they go, come out and they thank God and all that crap. I'm like, oh, you don't really like anybody that I'm. I like so. <laughs> I don't like you. You know. Well, maybe. Thanks they, for throwing the ball. Maybe people like God and gay people, Darius. Yeah. Just ask Robbie Ross. There's a couple of them. Ask Robbie there, Ross. Man. He'll tell you. Oh, this Robbie Ross character. He looks like a. He's, he's a colorful cat. I see. Yeah. He tells jokes. <laughs> I've got a whole page of him. Dude, he's got some. <laughs> he's got some dumb pitches, but yeah, they're dumb. And he's had some. Uh, he's had some great games, but he's. Um, I don't know. I got really nervous watching him in 2013. Um. I remember Jackie in oh, particular. Yeah, high school, like, high school, not Robbie Ross. High school sweetheart. sweetheart. Perfect. Mm-hmm. High school yeah. sweetheart. That's adorable. Where are they from? Idaho? Illinois? Uh, North Carolina? Something with an N. Probably hell. <laughs> they're, they're from the middle of nowhere. So, Brian, what's going on with your boys, the Michigan Wolverines? Uh, I, Number one seed in the NCAA tournament? J- j- yes. Um... Yes. Well, the mixing tournament tournament hasn't even started yet. We are outright champions, and I think we have. Even though Nick Stauskas today got um, second team, his second team All American, which I could see that because he's sort of a one sided player in a lot of ways. But I mean, Dan, you got to argue. He's I think he's one of the better players in you know what position he plays. Sort of a tweener too. Um, too small forward kind of thing. Hmm. Um, 
he's, he's even been known to play. It depends on the thing is that the team's so deep, so the 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 players are there. They're so um, interchangeable and movable. Um, Wait, are Michigan known for football and basketball? Lately. Not they're more known, no, but not. Only one, I mean, one only national championship. Lately, they're a much better basketball team than they are a football team. The, what's lately? You mean past, last two past years? Two or three years. Two or three years, yes. They've been completely inconsequential right. in football for it's a while. It's true. It's true. Um, no, no. Well, you know, the reason that they, they are known or they were known for anything, not for success, quote-unquote. Call on a timeout. Well, did the whole, that whole thing, the, the whole Michigan Wolverines... Um, the persona and the, the, the long shorts, you, you know, the way it changed, kind of the way they acted on the court and the way they um, sort of just showed their, like, brashness and, um, for lack of a better word, swagger um, <laughs> via their black shoes, black socks, and long shorts. You know, before that, people were wearing, they're still wearing those Daisy Dukes. Like, right, right. Like, they brought, like, sort of... Hip hop, they kind of did that that whole marriage that we all I want to say is unsaid, but we all associate now the the hip hop lifestyle and the um, and basketball. How now they're interchangeable. The two are completely yeah, interchangeable yeah, at yeah. this point. Yeah. Before they weren't though, and then Michigan, I think that team and then that point in um, basketball they spearheaded, and that is why they're more known, not for success, because they don't have a lot of success. It's it's funny you say that because over the past couple of years I've gone through great pains to learn more about basketball and the history of basketball and yada yada. So I've watched a bunch of documentaries and I read the book of basketball. Well, I read like a third of it before I got so disgusted I couldn't read anymore. But uh, not because it was basketball, because the author was shitty. But um, anyways, yeah, every time I watch the old films... I was just like, holy shit, this is like an East Texas hoedown, like, <laughs> with the ball in the middle, like, there's just like, but then, but then all of a sudden it kind of shifted, you know, more towards, uh, you know, like, like you said, like hip hop culture, and, and I, I prefer it now because I'm used to that, but it's always like going back to those tiny shorts and like, that everybody had like the spiffy haircuts and like, it was like a cleaner looking game and like, now there's like, I don't know, watching watching like a modern game just seems like a lot more physical than it was back then. And a lot of things change. The 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 shorts are just a metaphor. Um, those guys are coming out. All, most of them from the inner city. Those Michigan Wolverines kids. Those are, they were like inner city Chicago, inner city Detroit. Chris mm. Weber was. And Chris Weber was a a transplant. He went to a, a country day school. Chris Weber was. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. He went to a country yeah. day school. He he wasn't. And he. I mean, he killed it in that because he was like six ten and the only black kid. <laughs> like just running amok yeah, on like yeah. some like literally like some kindergartners. But all those other kids, they all went to the same <laughs> camps. They were all inner city kids. They all most of them, you know were supporting their helping their mom support family they were they were true what you think of as inner city kids mm. that are products of the 1980s you know crack epidemic yeah they yeah. are truly true to life that Jalen Rose all those kids Jimmy King sports well Jimmy King came from Plano but uh Jalen Rose Juwan all of those kids sports or music you know sports or music to get them out and so they brought all that they were like no we're not just going to we're not going to win today Today we're gonna come out and dunk on your head and beat you and tell you exactly what's going on the whole time. Yeah, uh, you know I'm gonna run my mouth to you, and they brought that and C Web had that. You know when he was with them and they all kind of him being a product of you know sort of sort of always growing up in a not a quote unquote like not to the end you know um, a quote unquote white neighborhood and that's not the end all end of it but yes in a way it is because you know. They tried to, in a way, I feel like he felt like he never could 
bring his culture out and exactly yeah, who no, he was inside 100%. himself. 100%. And he lived that way. And then when he got with those kids, all that was coming out. All of them had all that anger and swagger and whatever. And that is all part of it. And that is what Michigan basketball is known for. And now that is kind of what basketball is. It's just no one had done it yet in that way. Would, would the same, uh, would this work in football with, uh, was it the... The, the Raiders? Hur- the Hurricanes? No, no, no. The no, Hurricanes, no. yes. With Jimmy Johnson. Great. And, uh, that'd be a great uh, parallel. And they were hooked up with, uh, was it... Uh, fuck. Uh, what's their names? I don't even know. Two Live Crew. Two Live Crew is a big Florida act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And they like got connected with them, and so they were all kind of partying together. And they were beating everybody's asses in football. And that was like a joke football team before then. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they came out. Anyways, there's, there's I like, think these are perfect parallels. I watched. I think I know the documentary you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a thirty for thirty on it. Yeah, and and at the time, like everybody was everybody like when every every uh, piece of black culture has ever happened in any sport. You know, when Tiger Woods uh, became big, I remember there was nothing but just the, the worst shit on TV all the time about people, like, you know, sending him death threats and saying it was, like, a white sport and it wasn't meant for people like him and blah, 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 blah. But during that time, like, everybody was saying that football was supposed to be, like, a clean, like, Joe Namath-type sport. And it was supposed to be all American and all this. And then they were coming out there going, like, no, we are this and this is how we are. And, and they... They owned it, and uh, unfortunately, it got tied in with like the the media was tying it in with like gang violence and like terrible things like that. Even though there was sure. no evidence to support that, the guys the guys were clean cut. They had no well, charges in their records. They didn't do anything. I, I, and I'm know, not saying this in like well, a the cultural the cultural know. shift the cultural shift would stay. now the cultural the cultural shift of of I mean just because you know the civil rights movement crested in you know, for civil rights movement in the context of black and white, um, it, it shifted in the, you know, the, the, the turn of, you know, the 60s and the, in the 70s, and it, it sort of made, it, it sort of receded, and people like to pretend like it's over. Mm. It really, really wasn't, and like, it still isn't, of course. Still isn't, no. And, and in certain ways, yes, I'll allow you in my room, but while I let you speak, and, and what I mean mm. by that is, like, it's like when, when that they're, they try to, be an individual or be a person I'm, I'm saying the, the young black American when they try to be they're still being especially in the 1980s still yeah. being um, death threats and uh, I mean that happened with the Michigan Wolverines I, for, I forgot to mention I was going to bring that up and the yeah. same thing happens with my these, really? these are still yeah. old this is still and even now but definitely then you still got old white money controlling this thing oh yeah yeah. you know there's old white men at the top of yeah. giving the money for this and, and they're not going to put up with what they consider to be Thugs or ruffians, yeah. No matter how they label them, even if they just labeled them because they're they're, they're there's the color of their skin, they're not going to put up with any of that. And 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 they label them whatever they want. It didn't have to be true. I mean, how many how many people of color actually own teams? There's there's only one in baseball. Artie Moreno owns the Angels, and he is the first person of color to own. I, I was talking more specifically, team. but this is an but, interesting topic. But in, about. in all, I was sports. talking more specifically about old white money funding these universities, mm-hmm. but and and definitely being in charge. I can't. Can you imagine? What, were there any? Were there any black athletic directors in the? In, I'm talking about in the, the in NCAA. In the 80s. Yeah. In the 80s, like just an athletic. Oh, yeah. Director. I mean, it wouldn't even be like. I yeah, mean, at, maybe at the top, but like at the you know at the bottom rank ranks of uh, rings of uh, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> the bottom ranks of management or the rungs of management, whatever you want to call it. 
that, like what what percentage of those were even people? Oh there? gosh, you yeah. Know? Like I mean, like what? Not even the top. Was it just then. was it just white, 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 white? Like sending all I'm orders certain, down? I'm you know, certain, <laughs> I'm certain it was. <laughs> like, I'm certain it was. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So Michigan this is Wolverines. an interesting topic. Yeah. This is an interesting topic. Um, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Michigan yeah. Wolverines, um, are they a number one seed? The reason we're talking about it because I, Brian, aka Ralph Mouth, is, uh, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> So, of the Michigan Wolverines. Of the Michigan Wolverines. So are they going to be a number one seed at the end of? And what the what, where I did I got I did dropped off is because we haven't played the Big Ten, Big, Big Ten tournament yet. So we're number eight in the country. But we've obviously got some respect. Uh, that's, I want to talk so about if this you team. win the Big Ten tournament, are you number one seed? Oh, most, without how can who you? Who are you knocking out? Who are you knocking out of the number one seeds? Florida's the number one seed, guaranteed. Wichita State's number one seed. They're done. They're not playing until the NCAA tournament. So that's two number Who's one Who's Wichita seeds. State? Wichita State's 34-0. <laughs> Who's against who? They're 34-0. They haven't tell lost me, a game. Tell me, tell me who some of the teams they beat. They haven't lost a game. They're the first team since 1991. They beat a game in the regular season. <laughs> tell me. Who, dude, Come on. I've got this thing on here because I wanted to discuss this. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to uh, discuss this. Um, and these guys are in the tourney. I would have discussed this mascot because I have no idea what a Jasper is. And then the Manhattan Jaspers. Did Wichita State beat the Manhattan Jaspers? I would assume. If they they probably would have beaten they're, the Manhattan they're, Jaspers. They're, they're but who would care? <laughs> but who would care? Is that a real name? Yeah. Manhattan Jaspers. I don't know what a Jasper is. I, what, the I, what is did, Jasper? I wouldn't wax them. What is a That's Jasper? Some, somebody's name. Jasper. Right? Yeah. Wait, no, no. Like, let's... I'm sure I'm related to a Jasper. Jasper's somewhere. a city in Texas. It certainly is. Jassy is also uh, an opaque, impure variety of silica, yeah. ah. which is a really great mascot. The sil- they're an impure you're, variety you're of rock. silica. You're, you're mm, a rock. Okay. Impure rock. That's like that's like yeah. some sort of like joke. Like let's go, let's go beat those piles of silica. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a lot of jasper in Manhattan, or there was. Oh, I don't believe Wichita when State. When their college team Wichita is State's one and done. Jasper, Texas. Wichita State is <laughs> one and done. One and done. What are you? Wait, you mean they're going to go out in the first round? Oh yeah. That's mm. laughable. That's the worst opinion I've ever heard. It's a it's a good one. They went to the <laughs> Final Four last year. They went to the, I think the Elite Eight the year before that. Wichita, Wichita State. Wichita State. They this play. Is Kansas, they play nobody. Not Texas, they, right? Yeah, this yeah. is. Oh, yeah, Wichita yeah. Falls. Is they Texas. play nobody yeah, so, during the regular season because right. nobody will play them. Who's going to play them? Who wants to I'll get beat by Wichita State? I'll take them. Michigan, Michigan's going to be I don't know Wichita why you're State doubting boring states. Boring states make great sports. That's the great of basketball. That's almost Certainly. an irrefutable... Who wants to go to Illinois? Theory. Nobody. Michael Jordan went no. there, won six titles. Nope. Nobody wants to go to Texas. Kentucky. Absolutely. Illinois. Kentucky, Tennessee. Michael Jordan went to UNC. Georgia. Alabama. Alabama. Alabama and, not very good at basketball. They're, oh, sorry, I'm talking, they have, yeah. They have, they have no basketball They churn skills. out football players left and right. So what do you think? I, UAB was a pretty good basketball I, team for I me. heard this somewhere the other day, and I, and I forgot where it was, but someone called, and this was maybe five, I want to say it was five or six games ago, you know, probably collectively around the league, um, but they, they called the NCAA, the, the, the Big 12 the best NCAA con- conference, obviously. Wait. Say it again. They called in basketball the the in the the Big Twelve the best NCAA conference. Obviously, the best NCAA conference. That doesn't hold any stock to me. Well, Michigan Michigan had to play eight, basically eight out of nine ranked games because they were playing in their own conference. Ranked games, ranked teams. Well, 
Yes and no. I mean, but isn't that how college sports go? Like they get to the they they can so the, they can coast in, in until in the, in the, the Big end, Ten. Right? There's there's Wisconsin. There's Indiana. Those are big. And there's Michigan. Those are big. <laughs> and then what else is left this but year? But during the season, I mean, we're talking about like five six games ago when you had uh, Michigan State as well ranked. Michigan State's been as high as number three this year. Michigan State has been as high as number three, but. What they I mean, have? where was Duke? Where's Duke been? They've been as high as number one. Duke's number six right now. They're still they they're, they're you have to add big, the big unless 12, they're undefeated unless they're undefeated top, you have to at least top to bottom add the Big Twelve four, is better than the Big Ten. This year. You have to at least not every year add four. You have to at least add four spots just because they're Duke, unless they're number one and the obvious number one. You have to at least add four spots for Duke because Duke just gets that. Still, Duke's. They're a pretty solid team. They're twenty four and seven. I mean, where are they at? Number six. They're number six or number seven. The Big Twelve has top to bottom more talent. Even Texas is a top twenty team this year, and Texas is a middling Big Twelve team. Yeah. University of Texas. The University of Texas. They're back. No, no, no. they're going to lose in the first round. <laughs> I but they're there. They're, they're out there. That. They're trying. They're doing. I'm their calling best. it right now. I'm going to put this one out there. Wichita State loses in the first round. Wichita State losing the to, we'll, to a sixteen. We should write these down. And we'll talk about it. Or record them. We'll talk about it. It's already recorded. Yeah, we can turn on a microphone. It's already recorded. Wichita State is going to lose in the first round. In the first round. That's the worst opinion I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> Why is it a bad opinion? Anybody it, can lose the first round. So first of all, wait, what are we talking wait, wait, wait. about? What if are you we think, about? If you think they've played a bad schedule, like they've played a weak schedule, and that's why they're undefeated, they're going to be a number one seed, guaranteed. They're thirty-four. No, they're going to get. They're going to get on one seat. We all so lose. their first game, free money, is going to be against a team like the Coastal Carolina Shannon Clears. That's not. You real. think they can't beat those guys? You think they're going to lose? That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's not a real team. What I'm saying is, or, or Robert Morris <laughs> or Utah Valley. They're going to lose to Utah Valley. <laughs> I'm being. They're contra- going to lose I'm to Alabama. Contra- I'm being State. contrary right now. You, you can be in the NCAA tournament because who knows what might happen. <laughs> If you say if you if you're telling me that a 12, 16, 13, 14, 15, 11 seed never have beat a number one seed, or a sixteen don't do it, seed is this, this is who Wichita State State beats. If you're saying they only win games because they beat bad teams, they're about to play a bad team for their first game. They're going to play a middling team that shoots a bunch of three pointers, and that's what they've been playing all season. So there's no way they lose in the first round. And they won't anything, can ha- anything can happen. You never know. Anything, anything Johnny, can happen. Johnny Farmboy. Johnny Farmboy steps out. You've never seen his that's, face. That's yeah. never on seen his their face, team. But he hits fucking like 43s in the game. It's senior year. He's got to do something. He's gotta, he just starts throwing you know? up. And then he goes on yeah. to investment banking. And don't ever, don't ever <laughs> doubt the Johnny that's, Farmboy. That's who's on bullshit. their team. Wichita State is that team. <laughs> Sometimes, though, Johnny They have a dude on their team named Clee Anthony. That's a name. This is, these are these are the farm boys that we're talking about. Clee Anthony Early is not really a strong player. He's not going to is the his NBA. Middle name Hayseed. I <laughs> hope so. Clee Anthony Early his and Jasper. Jasper. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Clee Anthony and Tekaley Cotton. <laughs> they have a dude named Cotton on their team. They are the farm boys. They are not losing in the first round. Okay, we'll see you next no week. No way. I don't, I don't want them to win. We should tell <laughs> so anyway, go over it again. Day, uh, we got Rangers fan Darius, me and Darius. Also, I hate college sports. We got a Wichita State fan over here, yeah. and David. And I'm a Michigan State. I, 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 I got, I got a question, David. Are you a, are you a UT basketball fan? No, I don't. Football fan? I don't. I can't name a single player on either of those teams. No. Okay. So say they get hot. 
No, I don't care at all. You don't give a shit? Okay. Well, you're an alumni. I thought maybe, you know. No, couldn't care less. You're Texas X's. No. (laughs) Not part of that. They gave it to you. They give you a year free of the Texas X's, and they want to charge you $900. So you're just not going to root for their teams? No. It seems that you're a Fairweather fan. What about soccer? (laughs) What do you guys think about soccer? I don't even know how the game is played. Does anybody even know what soccer is? I I went to a professional soccer game in Seattle. Uh, It was the Seattle... Is that really... No, no, no. No, you want to hear something weird? Is that professional? You want to hear something weird? You want to hear something weird? They filled up the Seahawks stadium. Yeah, it's actually really popular. In yeah, Seattle. it's very popular. What else are you going to do in Seattle and get rained on? You're, they won their first Super Bowl this year. Their Mariners never won a World Series. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's nothing else to do in Seattle except for just yell at each other in their football stadium. Anyways, their name, the name of the team, I can't remember. It was the Seattle. Uh, Sounders. Lightning. Sounders. 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 And it was the it was the Portland. Timber, uh, Jack Port- Portland lover, guys. lightning bolts. The Portland, Portland Timbers. Timbers. Yeah, that that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Topical. Portland, Portland Timbers. Okay. So it's Portland Timbers versus uh, versus the fucking Seattle, Seattle Sounders. Sounders. And at the end of the game, they were tied three three, and we were like, "Woo, this is gonna be great! It's gonna go into overtime!" And then everybody walked out of the stadium. I love. Yeah, that's how soccer works. You can. That's tie. that's my. Uh, there are ties in football. Sometimes yeah. those happen. Everyone's Speaking of, I love yeah. uh, top, like you said, topical. I didn't ever think topical. I thought regional, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? Or the series of words, topical regional uh, teams, like uh, that, that makes sense like to the rash. region. Like a yeah. rash medicine, like the topical. Indiana Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> In, wait, what's the Indiana Hoosiers or the Michigan Wolverines? What is it? Well, what's a Wolverine? Is a Wolverine even a real thing? Hmm? Of course, it's a Wolverine. It's, a, it's, it's the most ferocious animal on earth. Pound for pound. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm just talking. I'm, this, is real, this is real talk. This is real talk. Besides the ant, it's the most ferocious living thing. Besides the ant, yeah, the ant's ferocious. Wait, uh, why, why, why will cockroaches make it an ant's wound in the apocalypse? Then no, 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 no. Well, ants are easier to kill, right? Oh, I see. It's hard so to it's kill defense cockroach. versus offense. Yeah. No, we're just talking about what kind of things they can do with their. Uh, Ferocity. <laughs> I see. Okay. No, All right. The, no, the Wolverine is a very foreshadowing. If, 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 if I had, if had a, a choice between I a never know. An Indiana Hoosier is a person from Indiana. You don't know what a Hoosier is? What is a Hoosier? No, I, I, <laughs> what I'm asking about... So, so wait. All so, right. It's so, the official demonym of a resident of the United States. Great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then that is the... From Indiana. That is yeah. the... That's the top. That's the tippity it's top. It's a demonym. Yeah. The, the, I know. The dim, you know, so I, know, you know I love Houston, this word, Texas. demonym. You yeah. know I love this Houston Texans, yeah. That is the, the tippity Oilers. top. The tippity top. Of the 49ers. Region, of regional specific. 49ers are great. That's a great yeah. regional specific Absolutely. Uh, uh, team name. One of the few that it still exists. It's, 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 Cowboys never really existed. In Texas. Well, and neither did Rangers. I don't know if so. the 18... 18- yeah, the Texas Rangers did. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever driven through Waco, Okay, Texas. I guess the Texas Rangers. If you, if you include the whole thing. Texas Rangers exist. I have been through Waco very Cowboys definitely exist. There's a Texas Rangers museum. Not about the sports team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, about the Texas Rangers. Rangers. The yeah. Texas Rangers still exist very yeah, much. I don't They're trust Waco, man. Yeah. Don't stop there. Place don't stop me. there. So, um, Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis, have an opinion yeah. About Revis. Is that his name, Revis? I say Revis. Yeah. All right, is he uh, is he gonna play for the Cowboys? Is that what's happening? Uh, he's about to get cut by the, the Buccaneers. Should the Cowboys? He's a wide receiver, right? He is he's a cornerback, corner. one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Oh, we were very excited okay. last year. The Bucks signed. He's actually, yeah, yeah, they were gonna okay. turn their their year around. They were gonna have a great great season because they signed a cornerback. They forgot to sign. Everyone I think he's else. had the guys had. 
I, I hope he doesn't get signed by the Cowboys just for his own sake. I won't say he's had for he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time, right. but I think he's one of the most consistent we can look at it the, over the last 10 years. Darrell Revis is good. He's about to get cut. He had a yeah. hundred $100 million deal. About to get cut. Mm. By the way, well, yeah, I mean, Cowboys are yeah. cleaning house right now. And it's really spinning it. They're even. And everybody's on the chopping block, even Andre Ware, except for Romo. Yeah, yeah. They gotta, they gotta pay I mean, Romo's Demarcus bills, Ware, right? Well, yeah. Demarcus well, Ware is gonna get no way. No, no, not, not. I didn't say he was. I say he's up. He's up. What they're he's saying up. right now. Okay. Everybody needs to restructure. To restructure, and everyone's gonna have to restructure to get money. Um, to get him in, in the uh, the red or get him in the black, so they can go out and make moves, and right. and no one is quote unquote safe from that. And I think they talked to DeMarcus Ware last week. About the, the, this. I mean, the, the Cowboys are so broke. I just don't even know what where you would begin. Where you begin? Yeah, like if well, I was where, if I was the GM. What are your right? needs? Uh, in, in a How world in a world where Jerry Jones, we don't didn't need exist. a quarterback. We've got a great quarterback. We've got the best quarterback in the. Got NFL. a really good. And, uh, We've got a great punter. I'm just saying, we got the who best the fuck is punting for the Cowboys this year? I, I have not. I, I, I'll Wait. tell you guys this right now. I have not watched a Cowboys game in two and a half years, except for that one. Well, we watched that one against the Bears over you know at Matt's house or whatever. But I don't. When I said we I had, had a great actively punter, I thought we still had Matt McBriar. That shows how much I follow the Cowboys. Yeah, we don't. So we don't have a great punter. The only okay to be honest, like the only person who's going to still care about call Cowboys them we. Can another, we talk about that for a minute? Who's this? I'm calling the Cowboys we. Like, I have a, some kind like of ownership of the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even... The only player yeah, on the Cowboys the I can do. name is Tony Romo. Don't yeah. know another player. Jason Could, Wooden. DeMarcus Ware. I wouldn't have thought of those. Uh, I shouldn't be trying to one-up you because I don't like the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I, I don't care about the Cowboys, <laughs> but I still call them we. Like, like I'm a fan of the Cowboys. I couldn't I, care less. I hope they lose. I basically... I had a ceremony where I basically just... I just left them. Why I did, just I just let them go. So why am I still time. calling him we? Why do we so call him we? Well, you're better than you're better than has never been to San Francisco, but he still that's refers okay. to the San Francisco 49ers as we. Yeah, like, because that's what I believe. That is what I believe as as a, as a, as a wow. And I, I'm gonna have to break down to quantify it though. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, this is going to yeah. this is going to to. Get into my philosophy, to the heart of my philosophy, in the first episode, and like I'm going to have to do this though <laughs> to, tell you, to tell you what I mean to explain myself. And and, the, and if you guys get a little teary eyed, I'm about to get a little wistful. So I mean, here it goes. Okay, you guys, I apologize. How long is this going to take? Is it gonna it's be? only going to take a couple okay. minutes. <laughs> I do say we because I've been a 49ers fan in Dallas since I was roughly 1990. I was born in 1981. That's about nine years. That's tough. All right, nine years since I was born, so that, that was some bad years for the Niners. Ba- it was, it, that was some bad years. Those man. are the best years for the Niners. There's actually, some bad ones though. Twenty three, twenty three years. <laughs> I feel when all people that don't know anything about sports is like, well, how can you like the sport? Or old men a lot of a lot of times will say this. Back in my day, you know, Johnny played because he was from Pittsburgh. I don't and he made two dollars. And like, yeah. yes, I know they move around, and yes, they're all playing for money, but that's what doesn't change about it. That's what doesn't change about the 49ers organization. Every year, mm-hmm. the fans are what don't change, and mm-hmm. that's why it's we to me because it is we because I own it because I'm I, I I have I've stood by them through thick and thin, so that's why it gets to be we for me, and that's what doesn't change mm-hmm. about teams. Players go wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. The people that don't change and shouldn't change are the fans, and they are a collective that lasts for many, many, many more years than even the greatest players' uh, contracts. Can I can I pose another question to you? Certainly. Why are you not a Giants fan? Like what you're saying? What what makes me the fan? 
No, no, no. Why are you not a Giants fan? New York Giants. No, no. The San Francisco Giants. I just... I... You had Barry Bonds. Not me. Not me. I don't... But I, don't I mean... Oh, okay. So this is a... This is... Okay. It's not a regional thing. So, so... Okay. I see. So it's just what you glommed on too early. Right. Like, what was your thing? There you go. No, no. Okay. So I have a... I have a... I have a big philosophy here. Okay. I've been caught in... As far as, like, NFL goes, I don't have a team. And mm-hmm. so when I watch games, I'm like, I'm kind of rooting for who's the most interesting. But what's the most interesting team, you know? Like, I mean, I, but I still vote against the Patriots every time I watch them because I want to see them get deconstructed because they're so good. Like, I liked, I like the Patriots, but I also want to watch them get deconstructed. So now I don't really have a stake in any team. So yeah, I now when I watch when I watch the Cowboys, it's Schadenfreude every time they lose by two points. <laughs> like it is like this is what I get. This is what I expected. This is what I wanted. But um, yes, that but, makes them fun to watch. Right, right. And like I, I watched more more. Uh, I watched a lot of Broncos because I was in Colorado, um, and that was just win 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 win. But um, when I was uh, I, I watched a bunch of the um, what the fuck is the the North um, NFC North. Mm-hmm. You had Lions, Packers, mm-hmm. and Bears, all with great potential, all falling apart, and I couldn't stop watching it. Like I don't know why. What's the, like, you know? What's the strange thing? Like, why did I want to watch? It's a strange culture teams that in, were just losing in North so hard. I, I don't know why this made me think of it, but it's a strange culture in the North, and is it because of the the weather? Like, what makes those teams like? And when you think about them, it, it you. It, it it conjures up these things in your head of just toughness and pa- uh, ground and pound. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is that like? What is that? What, why is that culture so pervasive? I, mean, I don't know. And you it, look it, at those it, NFC and AFC North teams, and they both you think of ground and pound, and they are ground and pound. Like, is it because they it, they literally have to? But but you, you think of that, but then you watch the 49ers and Seahawks game, and and you watch the. And I'm talking classically. I'm watch, not talking about right now. I'm talking classically. That's what's in your brain. Yeah, I know yeah, the Detroit yeah. Lions. You have one of the <sighs> most prolific passers in maybe the last five years collectively. Uh, yeah. collect the seasons with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. And Aaron Rodgers uh, as well. Also just throw Meg- into Megatron. the greatest receiver. He is, time. but he also it's is one very... It might as well be a handoff. It's, it's Jerry Rice, Joe Montana out there. It's stupid. Matt like, St- but Matt Stafford you, uh, walked, has walked through his whole career being a, a, a gunslinger. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 DS right now, he does have a great receiver and maybe the best receiver if in the If he had a but, better... The best receiver but of all time, better than Jerry Rice. Cal, is Cal no, Johnson. No, 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 no. Oh, God. I don't even no. need, to, I don't even need to, to answer that. He's like a third of Michael Irvin. That's what he is. He's not even... I wouldn't even give him Michael Irvin. The man... At two thousand receiving yards last year, I'd say he's he's on his way. He's pretty. Good. He's on his way. He's on his way. He's never going to win a championship. He's he plays seen. for Detroit. No, he plays for Detroit. Yeah, and that's, I don't know why. Excuse me. Um, future mini, but I I don't know why. That's an interesting. What is it? Is that a curse there too? I don't know. I mean, I you know, I, well, you were talking about like uh, you know, thinking about them as like these big tough teams. Uh-huh. And the irony of it is, is all the teams in the West are the ones with the big defensive backs, the one, the guys who are like going to break your fucking well, face I mean, and your legs. Definitely and, now. I, I think classically, though, you know. No, classically, but why do we think of that? I mean, I don't get it either. I, yeah, I don't. I don't get I no what, what built it. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just a long stay, like a long time of that those teams being that way, or, or did we make them that way in our heads? You know. Yeah, it must it's be, be cold. Weather. It must be some legacy thing that we've like got from our parents or something. It so definitely has. It's to be the cold weather. You cold can't weather. have a passing game when it's 
two degrees outside. Yeah. To be fair, football fans are under the same curse of like baseball fans. Or baseball fans, if you're an American League fan, everybody always says that the real game is played in the National League because the pitchers bat. You know, and like that's uh-huh. their whole argument, right? And it's bullshit. But um, but then everybody in in the NFL is like, you're not really playing the game unless you're slipping around on ice and breaking your fucking leg. <laughs> you know, it's definitely like and. Like until you know how to play a negative thirty, well, and you Wisconsin, hear this when you when you play you football, when you, hear, when you hear people like you, you, when you play football, you hear this a lot, and and it seems like the worst weather you can finally get, and nobody really knows exactly what it is, but like the worst weather you could possibly find, people walk out and go, "It's football weather." It's football weather. It's yeah. hitting weather. That, right now. that whole I thing. I just can't right wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's football weather. Degrees, I can't yes. wait to kill somebody. That's so wonderful, and it's like, and that's that's kind of the culture of football. Really, is like just you know. How much pain can you stand? Can you and then stand? it just gets worse every year. And then it's like, well, you know, the guys who were talking shit 20 years ago, they don't really have anything to stand up to now. Especially after watching that guy's leg bend out from under him. That was that was un- times. unsavory. Uh, what was his name again? Oh, that's Navarro Bowman. God bless Navarro him. Bowman, yeah. Bless him. Bless him. Oh, it's, it, was, I, it wasn't as bad as they thought. I know it wasn't as bad, but it was the most difficult thing that I've watched on television willfully. It was bad. Like, I have never... Yeah. It's up there. I, I don't know why they showed that one. That They, they show them all that much, but I don't know. They Also, I was a uh, I was an interim 49ers fan that day because I hate the Seahawks so much. Oh, man. But... Did you see Kevin Ware break his leg, Darius? This is the basketball worse. guy? Yeah. Did you mm. ever see that? No. And I'd be willing to watch it on mic if I can go pee first. I think this is a good time to take a <laughs> it's break. It's a good time to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about probably talk Mavs basketball. We got big Mavs. We got big Mavs. Uh, I got a, a story here. Uh, Should we talk about football trades? Is that a thing? Well, if you want to talk about football trades, I don't think they're happening. I mean, it's just kind of clearinghouse right now. We kind of already covered that. We talked about it a little. Unless bit. you the got only, the only one that matters is Darrell Rivers. All, right, all right, we'll talk about uh, beer in the UT Stadium for a second. We'll yes. talk about uh, Mike Madonna. Uh, we'll talk about the Lehigh Valley Pigs and scratch and sniff shirts. And um, <laughs> a little more about NCA if we can come up with something. And Okay, welcome back to be good podcasting or whatever the fuck, but I forgot to press the uh, the play button. So, um, so we'll have to wait till someone else horrifically breaks their leg, man, and record so that. Get Dude, real reactions. Get real I, reactions. I'm serious. Like I, I know I've I've mentioned this to you guys in person, but uh, that 49ers Seahawks game, Navarro Bowman. Oh my god, that was the worst thing. The thing like, about it, it was it was so. Uh, it was metaphoric of what was going on in the 49ers, like, <laughs> like at that point, you know, and the, our, our, not arguably, our best player last year, that was him, mm. easily, and uh, his leg down. breaking that way, it just, it, it oh, all, it was it, a, sh- it, it was a shit show, that it last, was a black eye, and last like, five minutes, it's like, it was a black eye, like, right, and it's just really what it was, and I think everybody knew what was coming, I don't know if, uh, Cap, I don't know if Cap got shook, from that, oh no no no! You know, Cap kind of Romo at the end of that. Yeah, Cap. I mean, let's just. 
spades a spade. Don't compare. Like, the, don't compare the two. I, I think there's no comparison. Two thousand six Romo. Any row, any year, Romo. I don't care. I mean, but, 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 how if, much if, numbers if he Romo has. Romo wasn't a. If, if Romo how many times has that man been to the? How many times has that man been in even the playoffs? One time. Twice. Twice. He's been twice. He's won one playoff game. He won one playoff game. And you're comparing he, it to a man that's been to the NFC wait, Championship what year did they win a and game? the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Was this recently? No, no. What's recently? No, all I'm saying is he kind of reloaded at the very end there. Uh, you can't put that on. Okay, on. okay. All right, so choked. All right. All right, choked is better than Romo? Uh, it, it, it's way better. It's way better. It's, right. it, it's way better because cause you, you, when you Romo, that means you show up against the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> in game 14 and, 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 and kick and, and throw your way out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. When you Romo, you drop a two seconds left 16 yard field goal to go to the uh, to win a playoff game, mm-hmm. you, you, you literally muff. That's a Romo. This guy was throwing on the best cornerback in the league. Yeah. So says he, and he threw to his best receiver uh, fuck, and got fuck, picked. Fuck Richard and got Sherman. Picked. And got fuck, picked. Fuck, but that's what. Fuck. If you look at it, that's what he did. Richard Sherman is a guy who commits penalties, defensive penalties, every single play. Certainly. And he has said this publicly over and over and over. <laughs> and has said that's their style of play. They, that's their style they of play as a can't, whole. They can't call that many penalties on me because they stop paying attention to me because they think that I can't be doing it that many times. He holds on him to play. He breaks. I mean, it, he breaks the game. They get a Super Bowl, whatever you know. And then that's how the the Seahawks did it, whatever you know. But um, but you know they're 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 talking about making rules about and, and watching the refs around their defense because they're breaking so many rules. Richard Sherman will hold and hold and hold and slap your hands and knock you around, do whatever Push, he wants. Shove, sort of. Yeah, but nothing yeah. big. Nothing too big. If they're not going to call it, then it's no, not his fault. It, if they're not going to call it, yeah. He's, and they, he's playing within the rules. Yeah, I mean... He's, yeah. he's playing within the rules he's, as they of, of the refs. As, of the as, refs. as they are enforced. Yes, Bruce Bowen as they're the enforced. It's the yes. same thing. It's the same. Who said this like a long time ago? You know what the definition of a foul is? What the referee calls a foul. Mm-hmm. 100%. It, it's it's 100%. sad, but it's true. What and Let's get, but what were we going to talk about when we came back from break? We're, well, we were talking about Kevin Ward breaking his leg when we came back from break. Okay. Then, do we want to um, discuss, do we discuss, um... No, I'm mortified. I, that's one of the most horrific things I've ever I, seen. Okay. I want to see a sports science on that. <laughs> that's what I want to see. How he broke his leg. No, like, badly. he wasn't doing anything. He was just hopping, yeah. He was just hopping. How do you hop? That makes you afraid. Makes can afraid. I not hop anymore? Makes me afraid like, to go play basketball <laughs> actually ever again. Uh, when I see things like that. Okay, I don't know what movie this was, but in the it, it was some '90s movie I watched when I was a kid, and I remember one scene from it, which was uh, this. I think Sandra Bullock was into it, or in it in the movie, and she was like maybe into it. <laughs> she too. was maybe into, into it a little it, bit. Right. She's probably into it, but you know, <laughs> but she said, uh, "Blah blah blah," only has one testicle. And then she said that he was playing basketball, and one of his friends had a pencil in the back of his pocket. What movie is this? You know, you, no, you see this movie? About... Yeah. Wait, th- th- isn't that a? Is that Sandra Bullock? That's something about Mary, right? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It can't be something out here. I don't know what that movie is. Um, while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping. Peter only has one testicle. Peter only has one testicle. Peter only. 
I, I don't know anything about this. He only has one testicle. <laughs> All right, so anyways, what were we talking about? Okay, so we got Mavericks. Okay, the Mavs, me and Darius is a... My proxy Mavs fan. Uh, my proxy. Dave, me and Dave have been watching the Mavs here since... I don't know, I've been watching since I was little. Um, I've been very much into them for, I would guess, since 1998, 99. For any of you Mavs historians, you would know since they started winning. So I've been into the Mavs since before they started winning. There you go. Um, Wasn't but, that just like last year, though? No. Like two years ago? The, Ma- the Mavs didn't... I mean, the Mavs, the Mavs, the Mavs have been winning since like 2009. But, but like they, we discussed earlier. They've won, they won 50 games in a row. They won 50 games in a row. 50 games every season for you. 12 seasons in a yeah. row, I think. Okay. They finally, last year... So right they're, they're legit. I won't argue that. They are definitely legit. So are the Before Rangers. that, they had the three Js. Jimmy, Jackson, mm-hmm. Jamal. And they lost a lot of games. And way more Ws than they did Js. Oh, excuse me. Way more Ls than they did Js. <laughs> <laughs> that joke would have worked if we had got it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, definitely would have. Uh, I'll edit that in post. Um... <laughs> So right now, what we're going to discuss, Monta, um, Monte, Ellis. Monte Ellis just came out and said, uh, I don't know if you guys read this, this is, which, I, I don't know, he's, he's, he's known, he's kind of got this persona of not being candid with the media, or actually not even being candid, I think I'm using that loosely, he's, he's kind of not existed in the media, um, and, but I, whatever got into him, I don't know if it was, uh, if it was the booze, if it was uh, Mike Madonna's uh, jersey retirement, I don't know. <laughs> Something got into the man, and he wanted to talk, and so he was discussing that he's he now feels free as a basketball player again with the Mavs. He feels good. He's hasn't felt better, and this is an ironic statement, and I think the irony is as it was not lost on anybody who knows their basketball history. This is the best he's felt since two thousand seven. Does anybody know what that 2007 is? No. That was the year after the Mavs lost, lost to the Miami Heat. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Didn't lose the Miami Heat. We're Came, robbed. We're robbed. We're robbed by the Miami, Miami Heat. Came back, won the game, 60, I think it was 63 games, and then lost to the 8th seed. Yeah. The only time that the uh, Golden State Warriors went in his tenure to the playoffs. And he says he hasn't felt as good since then. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It's like it's interesting. I, I like that a player like Monte is going to get a new life with the Mavs because I really think he's a skilled player. I don't think he's this strange this late in his life. Excuse me, this late in his basketball life. I think he's still got a lot of kinks to work out. But as far as explosion and just um, explosion and. Um, um, just, just effectiveness on the basketball court. I think he's playing at some of the highest level he can play at. What do you think about this, Dave? Well, he played for a terrible team for a very long time. Yep. And he's only 28. It's not like the man's washed up. Not even close. In in basketball terms, he's hitting his prime right now. Uh-huh. In NBA terms. Yeah. I mean, he's, what, a year older than LeBron? That makes sense, yeah, yeah. Or LeBron was drafted in 2004. Four. LeBron's 26, yeah, so he's two years older than LeBron. It's not like the man's washed up. He's got a long way to go. He played for a terrible team. You can't be a good basketball player for a terrible team in the NBA. You just can't be. Right. All you can do is score a bunch of points and shoot too many shots because everybody else around you is terrible. Now he plays with Dirk Nowitzki. Mm-hmm. Well, it's such he's a, got a role. It's such, well, he's not, he doesn't have to be the superstar. And it's such, a nice, a, it's such a nice system for him to, to be... 
transplanted into because it's a system that he came from before where uh, it's it's kind of a shoot it when you get it kind of mentality. You know, the Mavs, I don't know why this... this uh, I, I, I was talking about this the other day with a, with, a, with a buddy and, like, why is it still going on, this, uh, this three-point heavy uh, running gun style? And why has it always gone on like this with the Mavs? And it's got to be, you know, the only thing I can, I can trace it back to is Donnie Nelson. Well, that and they don't have a center. They don't have, but, but if you they, can't play defense. But they're chosen. Because they, they, what year did they, they chose, not? They have chose this lot in life. And but they, they, they didn't just choose it. It wasn't just accidental. They've chose this lot in life. Sort of. They don't have a center. The What year did they not run and gun and just jack a bunch of threes for no reason? The year they won the championship when they had Tyson Chandler. Yeah, I was going to say. Because they had somebody who totally, played defense. Yeah. Someone could play defense. Someone could score in the paint. They have their their best offensive rep weapon right now. That's taller than, or that isn't Dirk. That's taller than six foot eight. Is Brandon Wright, which that's is, it. is and still that's, that's pitiful. The championship year they weren't lacking. As good as as good as he is, I mean, I he is he's still fools gold. But as good as he's still good. He's he's average at best, but like that's our as a best. Scorer, that's I think our he's best. Better than average as a as a center, I think he's probably better than average as a scorer, but. That's our best so he's big only, man. He's only, our best big man can't even start. Like we have Samuel Dallenbear and Dewan Blair, who oof. is not even a big man. He's six foot eight. If you could put, if you could put Dewan Blair's mind and heart into Samuel Dallenbear, the sky would be the limit. <laughs> Dewan Blair wants to be a center. He just, <laughs> he just doesn't have the size to do it. He wants. So. It's just interesting. It's nice to see him blossoming again because I think he really is having a great, um, a great year. And I like the move to two instead of one, especially with Devin Harris back in the mix. Because I think that um, I think Monte Ellis can thrive at that position. I think he's he's a little too turnover heavy to play point guard one hundred percent of the time. Mm. But as with the history of the Mavs and you know the history of a Carlisle type um, and Mark Cuban type run. Thing you've got um, interchangeable players, especially at the one, especially namely at the one, two, three. It's not really they're really all over the floor, but namely at the one, two, three. I think he fits good into a two role. I think the Mavericks have a good team, and Monte's a good player. I think he's. Uh... So past that, where do you see? Where do you see the Mavs in, finishing up this season? As where they are now, I, we we know they beat two playoff teams, two good playoff teams that have been. In, uh, well, the Pacers, of course, are in first place over there. Maybe not for long, but definitely in first game. place right now. It was a yeah. great game. The the and a gutty game. And they seem to have won a lot of gutty games this year, um, which is says things yes about them being a, a gutty good team, but yes also about them being um, playing down to their opponents, which is a scary thing. The the resounding sentiment that I've heard from every single person in the friend group has been first round playoffs for the Mavs. But yeah. talking about gutty games, do you think maybe two rounds? I no. mean, yeah, there's just no way. Gutty games Depends don't count get. in the NBA playoffs. No, it doesn't. At, at best, come... they're a six seed. That's that's really six. realistically they, they could get a six seed. They're like two mm-hmm. games behind Golden State. If they beat Golden State, well, they, they're a game behind Golden State for six seed. And they got like, Golden six, State in three in four the games. They have another one coming up against the, Golden State. The six seed right now means the Houston Rockets, who in a seven game series will beat the Mavs. Ninety-nine percent of the time, yeah, because they have Dwight Howard and James Harden. James Harden, and they can beat we, us, and we have nobody to guard either of those guys. We'll just get smashed. So that's our best scenario. If we so, fall to seven, we'll yeah. play an OKC. 
We fall to eight. We're playing the San Antonio. So where are we going if if we do do that? What, what, what do you think this this franchise is headed like next year? Do you keep Monte Ellis around? Yeah, they're going to keep Monte. Definitely. Around. And and where, what kind of role does Brand um, does Devin Harris take on? Probably less of one than he has right now. Devin Harris is old. Devin Harris is not a, a savior for the. I don't think he is. He's 30 years old. I think I like the way he fits into the system, though. If Devin Harris is your go-to point guard, you're in trouble. Like, that's just reality. Unless you have three superstars. So is that what you would be? A great, good, he'd be a bench. great point guard. Or is that where you would be? Is that where you would go to to start shoring up the problems? No, I, we still know that we can. In the same way that it's been since 1999, we need a center, and there are no centers because there's only so many. Seven-foot-tall guys. People don't give them up. People just don't give them up. There's there's a very limited supply. Once they get them, they don't give them up. And you can look at that all over. Unless you give your whole team. They'll take your whole team for their center. Are are you guys watching anything in college that's promising? I mean, is there there anybody that you see right now? Well, it's a... Yeah... That, I mean, it's so like, how long does it take for them to, to, to develop from a college so to the NBA It's player? hard for I mean, big men, unless you're Shaq. It's hard to know who's going to be a contributing big man. Yeah, right. It's such a different style of play. And there's very few big men in college, because college basketball doesn't rely on big men. Right. They don't. And, 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 and you look at, like, a Jordan Morgan so. in Michigan, like, he can not dominate, but he can definitely be a great asset and great player. And one of the better centers in the big... Um, the Big Ten, and he's not even near those people's size. I think the man's around 6'10 in the 240 range. I mean, in NBA, you're going to get swallowed up. Mm-hmm. And he can play their big down low all day long. It's just, it's an interesting, I, I, I don't I, I don't know. Like you're saying, like, and, and even so, like, whoever comes out in the Big Ten, or in the uh, NBA in, in the first 25 picks and really kills it that first year out. Why Only they, special why players. Why did they let go of Tyson Chandler? I never, I never. Oh, it was a one year. They had money. Mm. It was too much money. They hoped to get Dwight Howard. They didn't get Dwight Howard. Mm. Now there are no big men left. I see. Right. Jordan Morgan, by the way, is six. Dwight Howard, but this would be a very different season. See, see, he's a center. Yeah, that's that's a power forward. If LeBron is six foot seven, if that, yeah, you six foot eight is not a center in the NBA. Different style of play. Different, definitely different style of play. People, and what. Um, it's just a different style of play, and uh, you know, Cube's talking about right now. Um, you hear the uh, the comments he's making about um, letting players go into the NBA DL instead of having to spend any time in because uh, he says NBA in college. He says the NBA DL is a better breeding ground than colleges. If that's all you want to do, if you don't care about college, why are we playing with college? Hmm. And yeah, I mean, he's making he makes a good point because a lot of these guys, it's just a springboard or a bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never even thought about this university. Well, for some of them, you probably are going to get more exposure and probably, at the very top levels, better competition at a place like Kentucky than you would playing for the Austin Toros. Just in in reality, nobody cares about the Austin. But Toros. if you're tra- but if you're talking about real, li- real life real real life practice situations to go play in the NBA, maybe I think the NBA DL but might be a better place. Maybe. If but the, at I the mean, same time, like nobody cares about the NBDL, and if you want to get drafted first in the NBA draft, people need to know who you are. They need to be able to see certain your games. But on what TV. about if you? What if you you go in unsigned? Is you just literally kill it in your first I, I've never contract? Under, I've never understood if, if college is so um, so close to NBA as far as relationships and the way that the players goes. Not not the play style. Oh. Why don't they match the play style? 
you know, it's just this I don't year. Because the, the, yeah, the, well, the it's three just point this year in the MLB is the the three point line is significantly shorter in college basketball. But why not just changes? Why not just make it exactly like pro sports? I mean, these guys are they're a farm league, right? <laughs> like, Essentially, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, they, I mean, they're not a farm league, but they're Without where the pay. guys go. But you know, you know, Kevin Durant, everybody's like, you know, bragging about he was like a UT alum or whatever. He's not an alum, first of all. He he left after his first year. And then got his contract. I've always with hated Seattle. that too. I've always hated that too because Kevin Durant is not an it, it, to me. He's not a UT bias, person. He's not a no. UT alum. What did he do? He was here, <laughs> he was here for like, a year. I, he took and, like he took like ballet and like um like souffle <laughs> cooking. I think for like maybe like two months. Is this real? No, oh. <laughs> those are not real. Yeah, be convinced. <laughs> I bet there's something about souffles. <laughs> I could see him doing it, and that's what he took. And then he just kind of just crept into the NBA. And they knew we all knew where he was bit, mm. where he was meant for. And um, so, what about Phil Jackson? Phil Jackson going to the Knicks, supposedly, maybe potentially in a front yeah. office. Sort that would of be. Role? I don't get this. Like, interesting. Do you think Phil Jackson? There's a lot of talk about the East coming back up. Everybody's been talking about. No. It. Did he spend all his the money East in Vegas or something, and he just needs because well, co- that's not well. That's not Phil Jackson's. That's well, not. That's not his forte. He's a competitor. I if you, saw. If you it. look at it from Phil Jackson's perspective, the worst thing that happens is he gets a shitload of money from the New York Knicks. They still lose. He doesn't care, and then he gets to leave and still have a couple million dollars that he didn't have beforehand. Like, do you? Why not? Do you I see wonder, that as as a Phil, as something Phil Jackson like? Would, would want he's been like, out of the league in a little for a little while. He probably wants to get back in. I, I, it's it's mm. been it's been a little while. He took a break between the Bulls and the Lakers. Phil Jackson hasn't coached anyone but superstars, though, right? Now well, were they superstars because have, of Phil Jackson, or were they superstars because they would have been superstars? Well, no, they were superstars without him. And, and that's my uh, question: is why would he go to the why, why would he go? The there? New York Knicks will pay for superstars, but he does He's not being considered for a coaching role. Oh, it's for okay. a front office. It's front office. Front office. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a different thing. But at the same time, the New York Knicks are a bad team. They'll always be a bad team. They've always been a bad team. They're just a shit team. And even if Phil Jackson's there, mm. they're going to be a shit team. Mark, shit Mark Cuban climbed on him when he retired. I don't know if you guys remember this. He was saying uh, after they beat the Lakers in the playoffs and in the championship run, it was like they swept him. I think. If I remember correctly. Anyways, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." They were like, "What do you think about Phil Jackson retiring?" And he was like, "He was like, oh, I'm uh, Phil will be back." He was like, "I mean, he's gonna go up in the woods in Alaska and he's gonna hang out for a minute and smoke peyote or whatever they do up there, and then he'll be back." <laughs> like, well, that's that Mark seems Cuban to be quote. his style. He did the same thing with Loosely. Chicago. He <laughs> left. He took a break. Got to recharge your batteries, and then you come back and you win some more basketball games. But he's not coaching this time, so it's less demanding. He doesn't have to travel with the team. Does anybody know what he has been doing? Writing books. Writing books? Probably, yeah. Zen, probably I would it. read a Phil Jackson book in a minute. He's got, a, he's got a mini of them. Yeah, he's written a few. Mind Games. Mm-hmm. Eleven Rings. Eleven oh, he just wrote rings. one called yeah. Eleven Rings. I, I hope Eleven that's rings. a biography of... <laughs> no, no, I think this is a book by... Yeah. Oh no! Wait. It's an yeah, autobiography. It's by, Phil, it's by Phil Jackson. It's called Eleven Rings: The, <laughs> the Soul of Success. But you can, you can uh, buy a signed copy. The Soul of Success. Could I'm you sorry, be, but, could you be such an egomaniac? It, yeah. When you again, I'm sorry, but you get you get the the Bulls and then you get the Lakers. 
He didn't in their best runs in history. Well, like, he's he joined both of those teams before their best runs. To be fair to Phil Jackson, and there's how been, how how much before the year before. Or a few like, years before. A few years. Okay. A few years right, because the Bulls made some. They made some strides with Doug Collins. Was he was he pre Michael Jordan? No, Michael Phil, Jordan was in no. the eighty or was drafted in eighty three. Did anybody know Michael Jordan was going to be what Michael Jordan was going to be? I mean, Michael by J- the time Phil Jackson joined the team, Michael Jordan was a superstar. Okay. Michael Jordan was an immediate superstar because of his like flair for the game, not because of his consistent play. And then he had Kobe when he joined the Lakers. Of course. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying Kobe to insult the guy. He had I Kobe, mean, Kobe and Chad. Chad like, pretty much cruise control. But at the same time, yeah. how many, how many I don't, I don't championships would they have won without Phil Jackson? Probably fewer. I would say okay. fewer. All right. I would say fewer. It's, it's it a give and take special, on that. It takes I mean, a special person to coach. So, I guess we'll see how that, that, that shakes down. I mean... But it's different with the New York Knicks because one, they don't have any superstars, and two, they have. Oh Carter. come on, they got fucking Carmelo. Are we gonna call Carmelo Anthony a superstar? Are we, we, a winner? Are we not? Is he a winner? Okay, well, that's not what you ask. You say he's okay. a superstar. All right, they have a superstar. They have a and superstar. And you can be a superstar. Not win. You can be a superstar, and not a winner. Look at Barry Sanders. Look at Carl Malone. Look at John Stockton. How many? How many playoff series has yeah, Carmelo Anthony won? I, he's not one of very many. That's. I mean, I guess you can call him a superstar if you want, because people think he's a good player. Think he's a good player. That's no. not what a superstar is. Good, good player <laughs> and superstar. You're looking at. You're looking at. You're looking at it totally wrong. A superstar is is like being. It's like it's like saying a pop star is, is a is a classical guitarist by saying that he's a good player that his 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 work his his body of work is worthy of of respect and admiration. It's not. Being a superstar is like being a pop star. It's like how many people All right, so like I guess I the should've, way I guess play. I should have said it different. He's not a winner. He's not a winner. Michael Jordan was a proven winner. They had won playoff series. They Michael had Jordan a good a team behind him. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal, very good players, proven winners. They, mm-hmm. won, they had won playoff series before he joined the team. Carmelo Anthony is garbage. He's never going to win a playoff series as, a, as the star player on the team. It's never going to happen. It doesn't matter who the coach is. That's just the facts. It's not going to happen. Mm. You have a particular mm. distaste for this gentleman. I do. Well, I'm going to keep up with him just so we He's can... He's not a good player. But we can talk about him. I, I, I agree. I agree. But I agree for different reasons than you do. But I I, I think he's a, he's a hothead shoot first uh, player, and that's what makes him a bad player. Even if he scores 44 in a game, he can lose a game. Like you said, he can lose a game just because his bad decision making. Mm. Um, Is he expected to be the team leader as well? Oh, of course. Oh, I mean... He wants to be the team leader, but he's not. Well, and that's, I mean, I think that's part of the reason you have him in, in, a, in a situation like the Knicks. Not to, he's not the kind of guy that will go there to rebuild the team. He's got a guy who will go to be a big fish in a small pond. And I think I mean, that's what he wants to be. He wants to shoot, shoot, shoot. So he's not surrounded by anyone that could even come close to his skill? I mean, like somebody that can all, challenge I mean, him or All players him, in the NBA him. can come close to other players in the NBA Certainly, skill. Yeah, and. Um, Carmelo was joined by Tyson Chandler the year after Tyson Chandler. Oh, so the Mavs, Mavs. Mavs. Right, right. And, I remember Tyson Chandler. And they yeah. <clears throat> they, they did nothing. Uh, oh, I mean, they just, man. It, Carmelo Anthony is not a, a is not a winner, and that's that's a problem for Phil Jackson, I suppose, because that's what he's stuck with right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to take Melo. So we should wrap up here soon, but we Good should. Right. I think next week we'll talk about Monte Ellis. Or, excuse me, we talked about Mondale's. Sean we'll talk Marion. about Sean Marion and his contribution to the Mavs over the years. His contribution to the NBA and um, the other teams 
and just his style of play, which I'm a big fan of, mm-hmm. and uh, like just stuff like that in, in that in that uh, mode. But um, real quick, um, was I don't know if there's anything you guys wanted to go over. I wanted to talk definitely about this uh, the uh, Lehigh Valley Pigs. What? The, 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 what? the Lehigh Valley Pigs. <laughs> I started this new campaign. Okay, <laughs> my league baseball team. Lehigh, uh, Lehigh Valley, um, and they they sell more. Jer- they sold three thousand five hundred. I think it's the, the the season hasn't even started yet. Okay, and they've sold um, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They're called Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They're my. It's off to a sizzling start. This is their this is their campaign. Sorry, um, their first game hasn't even been played. And they've sold in a week here. No, in two weeks they've sold thirty three, a little over three thirty three hundred baseball caps. Thirty three, thirty three hundred baseball caps. But, but why? Like who? Because they they have sizzling bacon on them. So the Lehigh Valley they attach pigs, bacon to the caps. No, their new oh. their new campaign <laughs> has a curled piece of bacon on it. It looks like this. It is literally. <laughs> A hat with a piece of bacon on it. So here's my question. Here's my I, prediction. I, I will is... go home to East Texas this summer, and that that cap will be on one of my family members. We all love it. We all love, we all love bacon, and I'm sure that everybody loves bacon. And, sure. And yeah. Certainly, the certainly the Iron Pigs or um, David does not like bacon. And that's Darius. And Darius Darius likes bacon. He just we're, doesn't want to. Short eat it. on bacon right now. Right. Bacon makes me shit my pants. Therefore, I don't eat it. Uh, um. <laughs> So, fifteen hundred bacon strip scratch and t- sniff T-shirts as well. And wait, that mm, promise I would buy one of those. that promise to be fragrant after a scratch through at least ten trips through at least ten trips to the washing machine. This is interesting. So, what the question I have to ask? <laughs> the question How is this interesting. No, no, <laughs> sorry, no. no like, the question yeah. I have to ask. The question I have to ask is: Is there any other? This may be off topic, but we'll keep it on topic. Is there any other um, sporting team, sport team that you would love to see adopt this sort of scratch and sniff? Uh, what Red Sox? Oh no! no, no, no <laughs> wait, no, wait. No. Okay, no, okay, no, okay that wasn't good. That wasn't Chicago good. Chicago Cubs smelling bears. What, how, what yeah, does a bear yeah. smell like? Okay. Yeah. And even though, take it outside of baseball. Is there anybody else you would like to see adopt this ad campaign? <laughs> the Cowboys. Can you think? Jockage. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, and how many washes would that last for? Would that stay for? Well, the, the Texas Rangers would Maybe smell like you know leather. You could smell McDonald's fries all the time if you wanted. You could just, just keep buying McDonald's ads. They wouldn't even need to sell you fries anymore. Just the scent. Just the scent. The scent yeah. of McDonald's fries. You could just fill your house with fast food smell. What do you guys Wouldn't think about this? What, what, at what price point would you buy this Iron Pig stuff? I would zero dollars. I would never buy this. Zero would never buy that. dollars. Even if, even if it smelled like food, I didn't. I wouldn't even about. take it if you although, gave it to me. Why would I want to smell bacon? Although, okay, strange. Can you keep it in your house? Is what I don't get. If, nah. if, if it lasts through ten washings, those are thirty three hundred like single people. Your nose into They're it. not married. You gotta dig in. You gotta There's, really get into it. The thirty three hundred. Yeah. Thirty three hundred caps. 1,500 of the shirts. There are people the shirts. The what do we think the combined they... weight of those 3,300 people purchasing those caps was? <laughs> <laughs> A metric term per cap. That's what I would say. But I also, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, like, I remember as a, when I was a kid, I used to buy these, like, 
Mr. Goodbar pencils. Do you guys remember these? I, I remember this. Yeah, and they yeah, smell yeah, like yeah. Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, and yeah. And I get yeah. super bummed that I was playing pencil break. You guys remember pencil break? Yeah, and, I, and somebody bummed my, my Mr. Goodbar pencel. That, that, that was that fun to fight. Yeah, but like they, the know. girls had ones that smell like strawberry. Did they? Yes. I didn't even get in there. I was never good with the girls. I, I remember those. I wasn't the good. You remember those? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Wasn't good with the girls back in those days. <laughs> I didn't get to smell their pencils. That was that was exclusive. But anyways, yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like any any other sports team that had a scratch and sniff something or other. I guess like what Longhorns would be. They smell like barbecue. Sure. Like you know that makes sense. They smell like Bevo, who they eat every year. Bevo, <laughs> what is Bevo? Bevo's a Longhorn. I'm assuming Bevo is a Longhorn. I see Bevo all over town. Bevo, Bevo, live Bevo is the. There's, I think you're the Longhorn. I forget which one you're at. Which which iteration are we at of of Bevo? Bevo, you know the way Bevo started. Does, do you know the story? Of I have no story, idea right? about Bevo. Do you know I, the story? I don't know the story. I don't know UT. So, so easy. Fourteenth. We're fourteenth in the line. Small history lesson Four. here. Oh, and they actually eat him. They eat him. When it's time to retire, no, the football team eats him. Here's a small <laughs> part. A small probably, probably the donors for them. And for, many, for anyone who's listening, <laughs> they, they do. No, money. they have it. Yeah. The football team eats them. You pay good money. The football team and, wow. and like uh, exes eat them. So, <laughs> Bevo, the reason his name is Bevo is because when he originated, because of the Longhorn, Texas A&M beat them one year, 13-0. So, they took Bevo and they put... 13-0. They branded 13-0 after Texas A&M had beat them. They snuck in one night and branded oh him with God. a 13-0. So the only way that they could fix it on Bevo, they made his name Bevo. The 13-0, they made it Bevo. That was the way they took it and fixed it with a brand over it. <laughs> Making the 13 into a B. That's the legend or the history of Bevo. I can't believe we made a podcast about Texas sports all of a sudden. We didn't, but I... <laughs> So here's here's a good wait, wait, wait I'm reading I'm reading more of this story it's an interesting yeah, I'm, story I'm reading the story out too the Iron Pig yeah. one or the Bevo no the the Bevo one the the Aggies were they they got to, got to participate in eating Bevo and then they got to keep the hide that they had branded thirteen and zero that's really or thirteen yeah. zero well yeah. so, just a no. little bit of animal cruelty to what? add. It gets you off. I mean I mean yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any different than pigs, eating another cow the Iron right? Pigs like, the Iron Pigs are I mean, they're in the they're also this is a fun one. In the process, the Iron Pigs uh, are, are the uh, minor league team we're talking about. The Iron Pigs are in the process of developing a race that involves eating a large number of bacon strips. Is this like a race of people? Yeah, or? and at the halfway point, you got to eat a, whole, a large number no, no, of bacon no. strips. Okay, I was I never mind. Anyways, yeah, thinking a bad joke there. So um, mm, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, didn't really work. <laughs> didn't really work. Yeah. <laughs> We got like a home run cracker. <laughs> I, I specifically yeah. downloaded an Airhorn app on my phone, and then I didn't use it this whole time. I, I'm, I'm gonna so, bring my keyboard over I next guess. week. Um, <laughs> so I've got got just something that I'd like to just throw out there. Marcin Gortat, mm-hmm. center for the Washington Wizards. Recently, they were asked what he would do. They asked him what he would do to improve the game of basketball. And this might be interesting to you, Darius, as someone who's not a fan of the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would like to see hockey-style fighting what? during the game. No, I wouldn't watch it. No. <laughs> That's what I hate about hockey. What is he talking That's about? He would, he would like to see fighting happening. You can t- throw a couple punches, and then they just break it up. Like, no big deal. Uh, you, just, you know, you could... You just get into a fist fight, and then and then you just break it up, and you go to the penalty when, box. When that just... fan threw that soda on Ron Artest, uh, the artist formerly known as Metal World Peace, like... <laughs> and then he, like, chunked the basketball at the fan. That's kind of already... 
kind of already exists, right? I mean, sort of, yeah. But they, those they, guys got suspended for seasons for doing that. The, for a he, season, he would yeah. like to see he would like to see fighting just be a thing that you can do. No it, big deal. Is, you just throw a couple punches. Is he relevant? Marcin Gortat's a great center. He certainly yeah. is. He's he would all... be the best center the Mavericks have had since Tyson Chandler, and maybe actually probably like all around game, probably a better center than. I don't Tyson know. Chandler. I I watched I watched run our test uh, uh, spear. Uh, what's his name? Uh, JJ Barea. You know, in mid flight. That was uh, that was I Andrew. Was, Bynum. I was, that was Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum killed the smallest man on the court, and I was Bubba. enraged. I, I have I. I'm really yeah. I like I like football, but besides and that, you can't, and you can't find a job, Andrew Bynum. I don't um, like the violence on the in the, on the court. You're not so you're not into fist fighting. No, no. Do you think no. you would be into it if you were Marcin Gortat and you were a center, so you could beat up JJ Barea? Maybe that's what he's into. Yeah. Well, he's got enough money. He's he the biggest the man on the court. Generally. He doesn't need to. He can go down to the D League and just hang out and beat the shit out of them. Also, he's I mean. Polish. Maybe that's. Something <laughs> <laughs> I loathe. I I really loathe poles. Just to get that out there. <laughs> I loathe poles worse than the piles I bequeath the porcelain gods after a long night of drinking Bud Ice and Totino's pizza rolls. That's how much I loathe poles. Well, that's the big three. Thank you for joining us for this hour of Racism, Rangers, and uh, Mavericks podcast with Ron Artest breaking some bones with the...